0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a new episode of Project Tahiti. It's a magical and freaky place with lots of LMDs. Uh, I'm your host, Jess, and I'm joined by your other host, Jared. Hello. Hello. We are currently living in a global pandemic world, and things are weird.
1: (laughs) We could potentially have recording issues because everything that people use to connect with others for free is overtaxed <laughs> right now like which is pretty reasonable what with the global pandemic and everyone being advised to stay indoors and those of us who are not assholes in Brentwood are, are yeah. doing
0: not going to brunch um <laughs> i saw a meme the other day where it was like a Scooby-Doo like revealing of the villain like pulling off the the mask or whatever and it was like now we'll see who's behind covid-19 and they pull it off and it's zoom
1: <laughs> he was just to try trying to, to
0: the, get, pe- get people meeting.
1: to use to use yeah. Zoom.
0: I mean, we've been using Zoom for everything at my work. Like, we do it for you know our meetings almost every day. We I've been using it to talk to my customers, and we I've been using it with my girlfriends to have like wine night. Well, so,
1: like, I'm sure it works really well. I ended up using just group FaceTime with my family to have something. My parents have also been using Zoom for different things, like I think with like the church that my mom grew up in, and like friends across the country and they were telling me about it and wanted to host like a family brunch my family rest of my family's all in portland and they were gonna have everybody there connect and and uh, me as well uh and my mom was trying to set it up but was having difficulty and she was really annoyed because she'd done it successfully and started two different things with her friends like i think once with her sisters and once with a group of friends and and couldn't get it to work when she was trying to do it with with her kids and she like knew that I don't know. I wasn't giving you a hard time for being old. Like, because I, (laughs) stuff just doesn't work sometimes, you know? Like, yeah, I tried to
0: create an invite today to send to my coworkers because I'm hosting something on Wednesday and it just wouldn't connect to Outlook. And yeah. like set up a calendar invite for some reason. It just sent an email and I was like, I just did this like a couple days ago. <laughs> like, well, why?
1: <laughs> and, well, and one of our mutual so friends was like a young person and I were both trying to use the what the Netflix party or whatever mm-hmm. to, to, to watch something together. And we both were trying to do it at the same time. It's like this is not working at all. It's just not yeah. doing anything. Like it was just, and that's it's it's everything's being overtaxed. Stuff just doesn't work sometimes. And I feel like it's a a, a somewhat of a segue into this. Uh, this episode because this episode is is everything Mac has been predicting since <laughs> the beginning of this season. Every time Ada comes up, every time the LMDs come up, he's like, what is wrong with you people? He's brought up some classic uh, horror movies. My favorite that he he has mentioned is is uh, is chopping mall? Which because also it, it it's it's about robot security guards that go crazy in a mall. So why is it called chopping mall? Like it makes no sense. It's like it's, I, I get oh, to it's it's it sound like shopping, yeah. right? <laughs> it's just like like they couldn't come up with a good one. It should have been shopping mall, like M A U L, because like oh, there's yeah. a whole lot more just chaos and murder than there is actual chopping. <laughs> like, they're robots. They shoot oh, people mostly, God. but uh, yeah, this is a great. This is a great uh what five season this... finale <laughs> third yes. third of a season
0: finale yes this is technically the second of those of the three so this wait no yeah. yeah 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 okay right and there's a there's a pretty big break there's like a three month break in between this episode and the next one so it's a true like finale in a sense um.
1: Yeah, I think it, it was a longer break, which didn't usually do, they don't usually do and didn't usually do, but it seemed like it was a longer break than the, the the one between the fall and the it was like there wasn't a spring season. Instead, there was like a winter season and then yeah. this was like a late spring, early summer thing <laughs> for the, the, the one coming up.
0: I feel like shield has like kind, I, I feel like shield started at a time where network TV started changing quite a bit. As far as you know, Netflix started becoming really big, like even bigger than what had already been like at the beginning of what was this 2015 when this started, and things are completely different now <laughs> for network TV. Oh. So it's like I, I don't know, like I, I, I feel like their inconsistencies are, are kind of a product of like what where we're at now is like well not now now but just you know maybe. A, w- a month ago, now because <laughs> now now is a completely different world as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, Shield Shield started in uh, in a uh, the fall of 2013. Oh wow! And, and oh, I I listened to <laughs> old episodes of of How Did This Get Made often enough that I know that back in 2012 people still referred to uh, watching Netflix online as Netflix Instant because. <laughs> Netflix meant mail or the CDs still. Yeah. or like yeah. the DVDs. <laughs> how how weird is that to think that like literally eight years ago Netflix was not even what we think of it as like it was it was just becoming that. But yeah. you're ab I I think you're absolutely right. Like it it molded the evolution of this show with its like clear half seasons and then th- thirds seasons. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it 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 started to like skew the regular formula and just network television in general. Like between The combination of reality TV allowing them to make cheap multiple seasons in a year and fill a year with the same show, like between that and then the way streaming evolved things, it just kind of changed the whole nature of distributing these shows. Like last year, came out basically after the traditional season was over, after the traditional you know uh, television season had ended. It just was it was like a summer show.
0: Yeah, it's weird. That's very weird. weird.
1: Very, very weird, and and now the creators and stars are uh, online a lot, both uh, asking Disney and ABC to put it all online and mm-hmm. do it like do it all now because we are trapped inside and it's all been done for like three or four months, like even with po- even with post production, like it's ready yeah. to go. Oh, and they've also been saying online to not be racist because a lot of people are being racist. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, we will so take like any Chloe's excuse in good. America because <laughs> it's it's, Amer- it's the American way. We'll take any any excuse to be monsters.
0: Seriously. Well, uh, before we get started, we are a part of the But Why Though podcast community. So be sure to check them out on Twitter at But Why Though PC and um, their website. But why podcast dot com? We are super proud to be a part of their community and they are doing like movie nights. Or like TV nights. Like Discord is actually a really good medium to um watch things together. So I used this to watch the mummy last week for my other podcast, Love's a Beautiful Town, and I streamed it um through Discord and it was it was great. And then Whoever is in your server can just jump in and you guys can talk or you can have nobody talk or you know, I don't know. It was really it was really good. So anyway, but Why though is doing a lot of those for different shows and they have their schedule up. I think it's on their Twitter, but Kate and Kate and Lizzie have been posting it separately as well. So if You're bored yeah. and you want to watch new shit. Go go to But Why though. They're doing I, a lot of community events. It's
1: well, I, I love how like creative everyone is being. Like I was, I did a marathon with a, with a friend with shows that I have, happen to have uh, downloaded onto mm-hmm. um, my external hard drive. So I uh, just put them all up on my Google Drive, and they watched it from the Google. They didn't even, they didn't even need to download them. They just watched them from yeah. Google Drive while we chatted about it and. Like there's so many cool ways that we can connect right now. Like this is, this is the craziest, worst epidemic we've ever had, or pandemic like the the globe has ever faced. But it's also like, it's the, it, the we're the most equipped to do this. We just need to stop mistreating the people who are saving everybody's lives and keeping everything going, <laughs> and like start paying people better and giving bonuses and not screwing people Basically,
0: over sick leave oh my god that reminds me i was at the post office earlier today and the, the, this one this customer just started yelling at one of the workers because she was frustrated about something and they were just like miscommunicating like <sighs> the worker wasn't understanding what the customer was asking and the customer was getting frustrated and was like it was just terrible and there was like a line out the door we're all six feet apart so the line seems extra long and you know because nobody can go anywhere so everybody has to mail shit if they want to give people stuff so it's like it was crazy, and it's just like, dude, these postal workers, everybody, everybody that has to work right now is under so much stress. Like, the least we could do is just be nice to them and just be patient. It's not like we have anywhere else to go, so oh, yeah, you, you like
1: anything that takes long right now, we should be we should be getting on our hands and thanking <laughs> the universe. We have it, yeah, yeah, like thank God for waiting in line, <laughs> like yeah, thank, thank God, God I'm for, alive. Yeah, for things that take time, yeah, Ab- absolutely.
0: Oh, yeah um this is season four episode 15 titled self-control written by jed whedon directed by jed whedon and originally air- originally aired february 21st 2017 this episode is intense and emotional so emotional oh my god there's just a lot of like plot here i don't know how much we're gonna get into like themes and comics or anything like that but
1: yeah, this, think- this one doesn't have a, any real comic connections because there are no new characters. I think everyone, uh, like pretty much, you know, we already they're all uh, known factors, and there's no new concepts or anything. It's just all stuff we've 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 all dealt with before.
0: It's just putting all of our our known cast members through hell, <laughs> emotional and literal hell.
1: Oh yeah, especially uh, like like our three main uh, heroes in this episode are. Uh, fits and Gemma and Daisy and it's just like they are they're just in a sci-fi horror movie
0: they are it's robot hell
1: <laughs> yeah, this episode could have been called robot, robot hell. Hell.
0: self-control now I'm trying to think of that title no it should have been titled robot hell self-control is not encompassing <laughs> enough thing- of what is happening no,
1: here <laughs> like, like literally the only thing that really feels like it like I, I sort of get some of a general idea of it but i feel like like i feel like the best application for it is robot may whose story ends this episode mm-hmm. and even that like it's not even a good one for that <laughs> like well, it been, i don't,
0: like, the, like, only like, other the ballad I
1: of robot I may know, or
0: i know the only other thing i could think of is like the our agents don't have control over themselves because they've all re- been replaced by lmds so it's maybe it's a play on that
1: yeah i was thinking so like they're, like they're, they're trying to, re- to re- I was thinking of them trying to replace them, but even that doesn't really make make sense because they don't. It's not like a robot fits is trying to replace a robot fits on on screen. Like that would yeah. if that if that happened, <laughs> that would make there'd be a better title. <laughs> Maybe this title came from an earlier draft of this episode.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Uh, oh my god! <coughs> Sorry, I'm going to be coughing. It is so windy right now. No worries. I don't have I coronavirus, I, I, I swear. I have no reason
1: to I, 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 I – maybe mean, I won't edit it. I, I was going to say I'll edit it out. But yeah, I'll be coughing because I will be puffing on my <laughs> marijuana because
0: I've been because anxious and stressed for a three weeks straight.
1: And, and with OCD and depression-borne uh, paranoia that I've had haunting me since I was three years old, I feel like I, this does not do that to me, thankfully. <laughs> so – I, I it doesn't make that worse for me. Otherwise, I don't know how people who it does, I, a lot of people in my life who I've known who've enjoyed partaking have gotten paranoid off of it. And I can't imagine
0: being wanting to paranoid. wanting to do
1: anything to increase my paranoia right now.
0: <laughs> like, no, thanks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but the relaxing part, I guess that could outweigh it.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, all right. So if you don't remember from last episode, everyone has been switched to LMDs, except for we think Fitz and Simmons. Um, and all the everyone's bodies are in the framework on the submarine. And Ada is tending to the Russian, who I already forgot his name because it's been a while since we recorded Ivanov.
1: I believe that is correct.
0: Okay. <laughs> I just remember referring to him as the Russian because I was too lazy to go look it up in the notes from the well, and I episode. just
1: I literally just think of him as the guy who tried to play a Hawaiian, like a real important yeah. Hawaiian figure. <laughs> and
0: it's like and, Emma Stone playing a half Asian
1: oh, Half Hawaiian. <laughs> yeah. like, no. like, ridiculous. Oh god damn it. Why? Why why did they do that? I don't know. And you, you, you like, like the, his response. His was one of the least uh, Cameron Crow. Uh, his was one of the least defensive responses. It was still really like tone deaf and stupid. Like because he was like, I didn't know. I couldn't do that. <laughs> it was like the old Dave Chappelle sketch uh... about like white people getting caught speeding. Like he, like it was basically that response. Like <laughs> I, I had no idea. I couldn't break the rules. Like, 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 like he was basically like, I didn't even know that I was in bad taste. Like I just thought, like the script says, people didn't know, like, like that she was you know, multiracial. So I thought that that meant I could cast anybody. And <laughs> it's like, oh, mm-hmm. come on, man. It just shows you need a fucking, not not even a sensitivity reader. Like you need to go to a fuck. you need to get, get some therapy. <laughs> you need to have somebody tell you how to deal with people yeah. who aren't rich white people. <laughs> you need to
0: quit your job and let a person of color take your your place, obviously, because... <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: definitely got that uh, Gwyneth Paltrow Tom cruise. Like people have been telling you you're making the right moves for too since too early an age in your development yeah. to be a normal human like like remember almost famous is based on him he wrote for rolling stone when he was 16 years old he's not right yeah. <laughs> like you you can't go on tour with rock stars when you're 16 and develop right <laughs> you're going to you're going to think your life is a movie and you're going to make it into a movie a bunch because it is <laughs> like yeah. so i i yeah no uh I hate that guy. <laughs> I hate the guy who plays the Russian. That's so the he, story short. He
0: is now the Russian because he really is meaningless for the rest of the season anyway. And the rest kind of the show. Of. He just kind right? of has plot purposes. But yeah, for the rest of the I, show. I kind of
1: like it that he's like... He's like a tool of Ada's now.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, she spun that. Um, so yeah, she, his, he is very broken. He's like, I'm ready to die. And she's like, no, I need you. And so she talks about how one of her prime directives is to protect the framework. And she needs him to protect the framework um, to, or to help. And um, she says, I don't even remember what she says. But she's basically throwing his words back at him about like what oh, he, he was talking about using it, her.
1: Yeah, at one point he says, "Like he like, don't. Make me into a thing like you. And she's like, Don't worry. I assure you, I won't. I will make you into many things. <laughs> and she starts sawing him into pieces. <laughs>
0: Dude, she legit just saws right into the middle it's, of him.
1: <laughs> and that is like, it is just dips right into like sci fi horror where you're just like, Whoa, that's how this starts. Like, <laughs> I, like, and we had, I guess the only other one that would have this, I would say, have the same genre. It would be the one where, uh, where Gemma's in space. Like, because yeah. it's got kind of, like kind of like a sci-fi boogeyman and she was all, all alone and it was it was like a few real like sci-fi films like it had homages i think to to enemy mine and to things like that and but i think at the same time like it also waded into it like it, it didn't just start off like terrifying <laughs> but like like <laughs> yeah. this is totally considering the first third of the season yeah. featured a satanic man you know with a burning skull i think totally this is the scariest start to any episode we've ever had
0: oh absolutely also so this reminds me when we went to that panel at WonderCon last year and jed we didn't i think it was an audience question somebody asked um who your favorite or who what character do you miss the most or something like that and jed said ward and I mean, it makes sense, like, they brought him back and everything, and I think that was, like, a product of that. But also, it makes me think that he's got a little bit of darkness in him, and he's the one who wrote and directed this episode. So this kind of makes <laughs> – this is all coming together.
1: <laughs> no, that's – yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think he could be right.
0: Yeah. <sighs> um. So, yeah, the Russian is now being made into many things, as Ada said. <laughs> Um, i like how she
1: she she, it manages to like you said like it throws his words back at him and also it's one of those kinds of funny and scary things because you don't it's so ambiguous you're like what the (laughs) fuck does that mean i don't know what it means but i know she's cutting him into fucking pieces (laughs) like
0: it's
1: it's very effective
0: it's very effective and they do the whole like pull back so you don't actually see the gore you just see the saw coming down and screaming screaming
1: as the sounds get like as, oh. as it clearly is like cutting against bone
0: oh god um anyway so Fitz and Gemma are at the base in the lab and they are freaking the fuck out they're like what do, do? what do we do this and I feel like this scene pulls right out of like where they just found out that everybody's an LMD like from the surveillance um and so they're like what do we do what do we do and Gemma is just like about to fall apart and Fitz is like no 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 like we have to pretend like everything's normal because they can't know that we know they can't know that we're on to them so they're just trying to act normal, and LMD Coulson comes in, and he starts asking Fitz if he thinks the submarine has missile launch capabilities, and he's like, well, I, I don't know. We need to look into that. And then um, LMD Coulson also wants to bring all of the Inhumans to HQ, and Daisy is going to go uh, contact everyone personally. And then Mace walks in, and he is like fully recovered, which is very obviously not a a human
1: yeah not possible
0: (laughs) (laughs) so he is obviously an lmd and uh gemma and fitz are both like oh okay you're fine um and mace wants to take simmons to his office alone to discuss like strategy and then fitz makes some excuse up about oh he needs her to help with this ussr comm device blah blah blah," and so he makes an excuse they don't get separated because that's what they're worried about that they're gonna get separated and switched (laughs) oh Um, I told, I'll get to that in a second. So LMD Mace and Colson are talking about how they need to replace Fitz and Gemma or so we think. Um, and they're going to kill the inhumans when they arrive. Um, and also they took some hardware from the Russian base and it's still in the Zephyr. So Mace is going to get that unloaded into, into the basement. So just all these logistical things going about, they're going to come up later. Meanwhile, Daisy is going to grab yo-yo first um and mac contacts her and she's like hey what's going on and he's like he tells her that she's in danger and we know that mac is an lmd so i i feel like we can talk about this later when we get to the may part but i found that very interesting and i didn't remember that happening and i don't know this is all just so confusing (laughs) So um LMT Colson another confusing aspect, LMT Colson goes to his office where it is snowing outside. So wherever this base is, it is also in the desert in the southwest, but it can snow. <laughs>
1: yeah, this is a weird it's a weird situation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I started laughing so hard when I, because May is standing, LMD May is standing at, at the window looking out, you know, at the snow. And she starts talking to Coulson about how she knows that she's seen the snow. She has memories of it, but she has technically never seen the snow. This is her first time, like her as a <laughs> physical being and i was just like there's snow now too so there's wind we're we're under a bar we're also in the desert we're you know wherever
1: we're deep underground (laughs) but also there's a window with a view of snowing and there's buildings
0: across the street i guess because ada was able to use i don't know it's so it's so funny um yeah what the hell (laughs) (laughs) but i was just like really and it's funny because this is the last episode that we have of base in the story and so they just had to throw in one more weird thing of like where the fuck is this place i thought it was anyway um it's, it's,
1: it's the playground right is that what they yeah, call it the playground yeah. yeah the playground blows up so thankfully like on some <laughs> level i gotta figure it's because they got to a point where they're like oh shit we just made it snowing and it's already <laughs> underground in a, de- in a barren <laughs> desert but also has a cityscape across it <laughs> and under a bar like, 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 i feel like someone in there like some writer's assistant was writing all this down i was like oh yeah no
0: i gotta take care of this this is not <laughs> good guys some some nerd <laughs> that's us on the, our podcast <laughs> <laughs> anyway um colson starts talking to may L- lmd colson and lmd may start talking about how colson no longer has phantom limb pain and he feels the best he's felt in years and may is like no 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 like i don't like this and colson asks her imagine if your greatest regret could be wiped away and he starts wondering if his life would have been different if he'd never joined shield and he would have just been an everyday man um and may's like do you mean that like we could be together being like without all of this craziness and he tells them yeah we we can be together in the framework." Um, and it's, I don't know, this is just a, you can see that there's a lot of conflict in LMD May because she's like, you're just hiding me in here because like, y- you know, you have this plan and you're sentient, not sentient, but self-aware when I wasn't like you're different. And um, it's just it's this very interesting exchange where May is not like she wants to believe him, but some part of her is still holding back because she doesn't trust an L- another LMD, which is really interesting. God, this. But but
1: I know, and you bring it up now, and it's it's really important to like the arc of this episode, and and to I think this whole third of the season because it is like when I think about it, it's kind of Robot May's arc. <laughs> like it's the only person who we follow from beginning to end who has like a conclusion or whatever, and and she's different from them because she was built to actually believe she is her.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think maybe with the exception of someone else who gets revealed this episode, uh, it seems like for the most part, these aren't of a model that do. Like, like it's their job to infiltrate and to help spread and collect for the framework, not to actually believe they're them.
0: Yeah. And um, it, it really
1: makes all the difference. Like copying her brain is different than creating – a robot with a job that looks and acts and can fake being you. Like that wasn't, it seemed like that's what she was, but they really did copy May.
0: That's true. Fuck man. Heavy stuff. I know. The other thing I was thinking about too, which gets revealed in like another scene um is that this was Ada's doing. Radcliffe didn't sign on for this. He thinks it's dangerous that she programmed the new LMDs to be self-aware because he's like now they're, you know, they're not going to try to preserve human life. Like they're just going to do what they they're going to do what needs to be done regardless of what happens to everybody else that's on the base that's still human. You and break so- that
1: Asimov's whatever law Yeah, they break the Um, the basic one where you're not supposed to kill people. (laughs) Like it's ideal
0: because their programming, you know, says we need to replace everybody, and we're on a timeline type of thing. Like we can't let anybody know what we are.
1: No, and they prefer to not kill, but they don't give a shit about hurting or or anything else, and they will kill if they have to.
0: Yeah, whereas like May LMD May was very much not programmed to be that. She, like you said, she was programmed to be her. With just this one, you know, this one thing from Radcliffe. This one, it's one
1: objective, this like obsessive yeah. mission.
0: Oh, God. And it's interesting because she, in this in this sense, I feel like she's still the more sophisticated, compl- complex LMD out of all of them.
1: Absolutely. Because the rest are drones. Like they're enacting oh. a mission where she was so, like, like she was also them testing the stuff that they incorporated in the framework of duplicating the mind. Like she was a prototype.
0: Yeah. Oh, damn it. Poor me. Anyway. Um, so Fitz and Gemma are walking down the hallway and they have part with like a bunch of gear on it. And, um, we see they pan, the camera pans to like the camp, the security, the security cameras that turn on and it's the LMD scanners in them. And so they're kind of talking about what you know, when this could have been done. They're like, okay, there was a time period. Like, you know, they're kind of going down the list of like when this could have happened and when people could have been switched. And then they go into this room and on the computer that they have on the the cart, a scan shows up from the security feed as there being an LMD in the shot where they were walking through the door. And Gemma immediately pulls a gun on Fitz and and he's like, holy shit. And they start arguing about who is the LMD. And Fitz starts freaking out. And he's like, of course, this is happening. This always happens. We are like, we're cursed. Like, of course. Which
1: we, which <laughs> we have talked about a lot. We picked up on that one, Fitz. <laughs>
0: yeah. And, and Fitz starts. and Oh, my God. I totally forgot about this. This I was like screaming when I was watching this because I didn't remember this happened. So Fitz starts blaming himself. He's like, this is all my fault. This is all my fault. And Gemma agrees with him, which I was like, oh, shit. Is Gemma the, L- M- the LMD? Like, she wouldn't do that, would she? Well, she, was, she would try to make him feel better.
1: He even <laughs> like doubts himself and was like, either way, like whether I am the LMD or not, this is like I'm the bad guy here.
0: Yeah, like I'm like, like
1: it's fucking insane.
0: Yeah, like
1: oh, and, and, and it- <laughs> this is the this is this situation is the other one I was talking about where I feel like maybe it is like May because it seems like they're so well, and they had to be done before that other thing, you know, like like before what because they weren't with that te- with the team that went away. So, mm. but like w- like whenever this happened. It happened off screen at a different point so maybe this is more like may you know yeah it's interesting
0: yeah oh my god um so yeah they're arguing back and forth and fitz finally just agrees to do what he's like i'll do whatever you want like you know do you know whatever and so she asks him to pick up a knife and cut his wrist so she can see if he has any like robot hardware or not and he's like um okay you want me to slip my wrist but what if you're the android and you just convinced me to slip my wrist then we're, we're what are we doing and, like, okay. and then she's like she starts freaking out and he's like okay 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 i'll do it and so he cuts himself really deep and really bad and he's like and she's like oh did you slice your you know your radial artery and he's like oh i think so and he like goes down to the ground and he's like oh my god like you know i'm hurt and he's like holding on to his arm and Gemma comes walking towards him. She's like, Fitz, are you okay? And she has the gun in her hand still. And Fitz is faking it. And he grabs the knife off the ground, flips it at his hand, turns around and stabs Gemma in the leg. And then he takes her down in like two seconds. So now we know who the LMD is. But God, that scene was so intense. (laughs) Oh, it was. And like, if, either
1: way, he's different. Because if he didn't actually like think he was Fitz or have Fitz's thoughts, he was just better at faking it than these other ones care to be.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Colson is like a stone cold killer. <laughs> as yeah, an they just don't even they just
1: don't even give a shit about Faye.
0: Yeah. God <laughs> yeah. lord. Um,
1: it's it's the it's the uh, invasion of the body snatchers version of a smash and grab for yeah. for Coulson at this <laughs> point.
0: Um. So we go back to the submarine, and Radcliffe is coming out of the framework, and he's like, "There are a lot of changes in there." And Ada talks about how she's like, "Yeah, I had to make a lot of changes because." Um, she fixed a one regret for each of the subjects and it kind of reset the world. Ralph was like, right. was like, you can't do that while I'm in there. He's like, it, my sense of reality could have been completely distorted and I could have gone mad. Like I would have, you know, thought that I was in the real world when I was not, I was in the simulation, which I think is an interesting argument considering what he says later about how reality is just like what you are perceiving, like, you make your own reality in a sense or like, I don't know. And he doesn't care if anybody <laughs> else believes it. So it's like, he doesn't want it done to him, obviously, <laughs> but when he's doing it to other people, he's like this glorious savior of humankind. So interesting. Um. So a
1: double standard there.
0: Yeah. So I found that, I found that fascinating. It has nothing um, to
1: do with the greater good. It has to do with him, him, yeah being control it, and it is i think it is like not like we talked about before how he's very much in that vein of uh the james bond villains i feel like where he's his goal is noble he's just fucking he's a madman. Yeah. <laughs> you know he's a mad scientist
0: yeah also i feel like it's one of those things where like hey you're like you know, a cardiologist, and you develop this like cool technology to like save someone. You know, if they have if they have a heart attack or something, but it's like, would you want that tested on you? You know, like <laughs> it's like you made it, like you know all the flaws in it. Like, would That's you really true. want
1: to put it? Is you know, that guy, does that guy Jarvik have a Jarvik heart? I don't. Yeah. Think so. like... Again, he probably just doesn't have like, but does need a fake heart. But still,
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, so I think it's that has that element too of like, well, I don't want you know anything altered in my life, but I don't mind you know doing that for other people. But anyway.
1: We, I just, you mentioned that is interesting. Cause it feels like that is like, that's an element in characters. They're supposed to be flawed, but are always, uh, uh, but not always that, but I was gonna say we're oftentimes portrayed as like heroic. Like that is like, you know, like the fantastic four or iron man. It's like, they do the shit to themselves. he's like, mm-hmm. we're going to go into space and test my, you know, experimental rocket. he's like, well, I'm going to do this heart surgery to myself. Like it's, it's interesting. Yeah. But then this bad guy is like, no, no, no. Hey, well, I want to do this to other people, not me. Yeah. Like, no, thank you.
0: <sighs> like, does, does Elon Musk drive a Tesla?
1: <laughs> does like, he have do uh, we, one of the self-driving cars? Probably do we know has? this?
0: <laughs> like, would you? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. um, So Radcliffe walks down the line of all the bodies, and Gemma and Daisy are obviously missing. So they're the two that are still human on the base. When we thought it was Gemma and Fitz, it was not. Um, And... This is the conversation where Ada tells Radcliffe that the LMDs now are not like May, and Radcliffe kind of gives her a hard time because he's like, this is really dangerous. Back in the base, Daisy's talking to Mac, and she's like, you know, I don't understand why, like, I need to go and get, you know, greet every inhuman personally. That seems like pretty inefficient. Mac's like, it's okay, it'll work out, don't worry. She's like, okay. So she leaves. And so Fitz is still in that room with Gemma and he's trying to wake her up, but he has her sedated because he needs her to map her brain, but he needs her awake to do it. And she's like, why the fuck? Like, and she like is able to pull herself off the chair and over to this mallet and Fitz doesn't even care. Like – He's just having this monologue about how bodies aren't necessary anymore and, like, we don't even, you know, the physical world doesn't matter and blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, not even trying to stop her. He's, like, no, you're too weak. Like, don't don't bother. Like, stop doing that. But he's not, like, stopping her. <laughs> and maybe there's a little part of Fitz, LMD Fitz, that doesn't want to stop her because he wants her to get away. Ah! <laughs> um. So this is he weird. Says, <laughs> I know. Well, because like the thing that Mac did for Yo-Yo,
1: you know. No, oh, right? Because and like we were saying, other than Colson, I guess. Because at first, I was thinking of it as every everybody was different than May, and I still think that she is an exception.
0: But, but... also, Colson was not encountering the real flesh and blood May. He was still encountering oh. another.
1: Oh. So interesting that so they're all because of the, their awareness, but they're copying people like they only they don't have affection. Like, so Fitz wouldn't help out LMD. Uh, Gemma. Gemma and Mac, LMD Mac wouldn't know about LMD. Yo,
0: so weird. Oh my God. So
1: weird. This is great. <laughs> this is so good.
0: um Yeah. So he's like not even trying to stop her. And he says that he's helping them so that he can, so that they can someday get married and, you know, live happily ever after. And she's like, you want to get married? You've never voiced that out loud before. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, like I've been meaning to, but, you know, even though I know you, like I still don't know, a hundred percent know your answer. And she's like, "Well," and she has the mallet on her hand. She's like, "I'll tell Fitz when I see him." Um, and she—that like, was
1: great. I, I, I know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, Gemma and, and LMD may have some good lines. Um, as far as being like, "Fuck you, LMD," whoever. Anyway, no, and so it is—it <laughs> is, it just adds
1: to the like anti-robot sci-fi cheesy I know. movie vibe. By-
0: <laughs> like these great one-liners um so she hits a chain and it's a a car engine right it just like or some type of engine just like comes down from the ceiling on top of lmd fits and it pins him to the ground she starts stabbing the shit out of him and then she like rips his throat open and then all his heart his hardware sticks out if it's
1: a car engine i would like to believe it's from robbie's charger
0: (laughs) but they shouldn't pull it apart because then the Wait, base gets destroyed.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, but hey, it could probably survive. I just imagine <laughs> that, that, that Shield took it into custody when he disappeared and is studying the hell out of it. Because they're like, well, it's a magic car. Yeah. <laughs> we, we gotta we gotta study that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so meanwhile, Mac is on the Zephyr, right? One of the planes, I think it's the Zephyr, and he's I waiting so. for Daisy. And he's like, Where is she? And I forget, some when, some agent like comes up to her and um she's she's late obviously and he's like have you seen daisy and she they're like oh she said she needed to go check something in the basement and lmd mac is like oh shit <laughs> <It's like>, something <laughs> <which>, down there <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah it, which doesn't make any sense until you until we catch up with daisy and then it's yeah. insane
0: it's <laughs> so crazy yeah like what could be down there like i have no <laughs> idea like Haven't the wildest clue. So she is walking through the containment rooms, checking on things, and she walks into one of the containment rooms and she finds a room full of LMD daisy bodies just standing there shut off. And she's like, What the fuck? (laughs) And so Mac comes downstairs, obviously, to find her, and he walks into the room with the daisies and he's like trying to find the real daisy. So he's walking down the line, and daisy obviously got undressed and like is posing as one of these LMDs and um, he's like walking down the line and he sees one of the Daisy's bra strap is like off and he thinks it's her and he, his guess is wrong. Cause she's behind him. So she grabs or she quakes at him and knocks him down, knocks him out. Um, and then she grabs some pants and she runs off and hides in a room and she's just like, What the fuck is this? And then she opens up a computer and she finds footage of the the security footage of the room where Fitz is quote, dead, laying on the floor with blood coming out of him. And um, meanwhile, the other LMDs, Mace and Coulson essentially, are making up this fake story about Simmons being an LMD, but the other agent, um, that's standing with him in the room that's like looking at Fitz sees the wiring and Fitz's neck and Coulson is like, <laughs> what is this? And Coulson, he looks at Coulson and Coulson just shoots him. And Daisy's watching this meanwhile, and Coulson shoots him multiple times. <laughs> um, and Daisy's like, what the fuck? She's watching this in horror because this is like her dad killing someone while Fitz is laying on the floor dead. She's like, what am I looking at? Meanwhile, LMD Mac walks into the room to update them on Naz- <laughs> Daisy, Daisy knowing what's going on. <laughs> And Mace is like, well, we better cut the security feeds and we got to go, you know, take this public public to the the rest of shield obviously not the real public but anyway so they cut the security fees and daisy's like shit and then she looks to the side and she sees a trail of blood she follows it and she finds gemma hiding with a knife (laughs) and they start freaking out she and daisy's like what the fuck did i just see because fitz was lying dead in a room and colson just killed someone so what is happening and there's a room full of me and are you a robot and gemma's like no are you a robot and um, she's like, prove to me you're not a freaking robot. And so Daisy has this idea. Cause then they hear a search team coming for them with like flashlights and stuff. Daisy's like, give me your hand. I'm going to quake your wrist just to see if I can feel your bones. And then you'll know it's me because like a real, an LMD wouldn't have powers, right? Wouldn't have inhuman powers. And Gemma's like, no, no, you're going to like kill me. Like, I don't trust you. And The search party starts looking through the door, and so Daisy just grabs her and like hugs her and holds onto her, so the search party doesn't see them, and they just like break down, shaking and crying, and they obviously like realize they are both not robots (laughs) from this encounter. And
1: yeah, she she does the the quake thing, like they do the little sound effect briefly, yeah, and they they're both just like bawling and like I I, th- I think Gemma already was or just or had been off screen but oh man it is so emotional and it's just like the first of several gut punches for like the rest oh. of this like the second half of this episode
0: dude like Daisy just went through like a fucking freak show and then Gemma just had to like realize that this person that she trusted is actually a robot and then she had to kill him even if it's not really him that's traumatizing as fuck and she's oh, like yeah, I don't know who I can trust
1: well, and when it ha- like right when he stabbed her He had, she had thought it was him, you know, like, Mm. (laughs) Mm,
0: so bad. Um, But dude, I just, I love Daisy and Gemma's relationship so much. I'm so, so well, then the rest of the
1: season, they, they get to be like a pretty badass team.
0: Oh yeah. And next season, they don't really see each other very much, but the season after
1: (laughs) they have some good moments again.
0: (laughs) Anyway, so. Radcliffe and Ada are watching uh, the Russian dude get a, get a new robot body. He's being built by a three D printer somewhere in the <laughs> in the submarine. And Radcliffe tries to explain that there's, you know, I guess Ada is like describing how, like, you know, I've been observing humans for a while now, and there's really no no rhyme or reason to what you guys do. Like, it's all just like emotion. <laughs> and Radcliffe tries to explain. He's like, no, there is no logic to the human experiences that we have. Like, it's it's just chaos and she starts talking about she how she has these two directives and they are paradoxical so um one of her directives is to protect the framework at all costs and the other one is to protect radcliffe at all costs and then she goes but this is a problem because you are the greatest threat to the framework radcliffe like what if you change your mind and suddenly like you know 20 years from now decide to destroy this because you are not you know like because you th- human experience is not logical <laughs> like it doesn't make sense that you would destroy it but it might happen um and Rack was like i would never do that what the hell and um he starts you know talking about all this like philosophical stuff about like you know reality and like he's giving these people a better experience you know like giving them a, a a better a better life in their heads and ada brings up she's like yeah but their physical bodies are not going to last forever they're going to give out soon and radcliffe says that doesn't matter because reality is just a perception and ada says they might not believe in that and um i don't know ada's empathy here for for humanity is very fascinating compared to what we see in the next episode (laughs) of her in the framework. Um, She uh, is a fascinating character anyway. um, So she tells him that she solved this paradox and, or he has solved this paradox with that line. And she's like, thank you so much. She slits his wrists and straps him into the framework thing and plugs him in as he stands there bleeding out. So Ratcliffe is dead <laughs> or is dying. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, shit got real. <laughs> yeah.
0: Once again, horror flick. Um, so Mace brings everyone in the base to do a briefing. And he's like, look, Gemma and Daisy are dangerous. They're LMDs. He, they totally spin the story. And you know, they're like, we gotta take them out. You know, don't don't kill them. We need their brains to like bring them back or something. But we, you know, if you need to hurt them, hurt them or something like that. And so Daisy and Gemma are trying to decide decide what to do. And they're like, and Daisy's like, well, we could go into the framework and find figure out where, you know, by using the framework, we could figure out where their bodies are being held and we could save them. And then Gemma's like, okay, so we need to get out of the base to do that. So we're going to fight our way out where half the base is dan- are dangerous LMDs and the other half are agents. And then we're going to get on the Zephyr, which neither of us knows how to fly. <laughs> and then we're going to go into this alternate reality VR situation that we don't understand. This sounds bonkers. And Daisy's like, okay, when you laid out like that, it doesn't sound great. But Daisy realizes that there's sleeping gas um, where they're hiding. She's like, we can use this to knock out all the agents. So it makes it easier. They all they only have to fight the LMDs. And Gemma starts to despair. And Daisy's like, she's like, I can't, I can't fight anymore. Like, I can't do this. And Daisy's like, you don't have to. I'll do it for you. She's like, I can take them out. It's fine. And Gemma's like, no, I don't want you to like go on a suicide mission because like you're not over Lincoln and blah, blah, blah. And Daisy is finally having this moment of clarity. And she's like, dude, no, like that's not what this is about. Because through all of this insane crap that we've gone through, I the one thing that I believe is true is that you and Fitz belong together. This is oh not my God. how your story ends.
1: No, the fact that this is like after analyzing this show from first episode <laughs> to this point, and you and I talking about it and having the full view of every other episode of whatnot, like like an added perspective, we've discussed a lot about how they are meant to be, but are not allowed to be together. And I feel like first Fitz actually says that earlier, like that Mm -hmm. we're never allowed to actually be together. And then basically Daisy's like, oh yeah. And I'm you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I ship you guys. (laughs) I I was thinking like, she's telling uh, like you and I, and Mm -hmm. and other viewers, like I'm the same as you. Like like, Mm -hmm. these two, they're my OTP (laughs) for real. Like, oh my God it was that, it was so, so so satisfying and like again another gut punch of an emotional like you're like oh my god <laughs>
0: like she's right i know <laughs> oh my god um so mace and mac and colson i think it's all three of them are walking down the hallway and a quad comes around the corner and it is covered in those canisters of gas and it has an explosive tied to it and it like runs into the wall and explodes and it knocks out um well first of all everything catches on fire and then it knocks out all of the agents that are not lmds and it leaves everybody else and so they're like oh great that was really smart actually and mace is like well we should kill the lights because they can't see as well as us in the dark and so colson is like well i'm gonna go get may because she's our last line of defense what does that mean we'll find out because <laughs> i was like i don't know what that means <laughs> um, so mace <laughs> walks into the common room and he's standing there and he's like he looks like a silhouette because the the whatever the explosion is, is put on fire is behind him, so you can see the fire that's like in the windows behind him, and he just it looks like hell, literal robot hell. And Daisy comes out and starts shooting at him with her fucking machine gun and takes him on, and their combat scene is so good. He just like he is like a, you know he has like a freaking titanium body, and she's just definitely like holding her own, and she finally kills him, and and then. She gets shot by Mac and Coulson. She gets shot by both of them. And they're like, okay, don't do anything. We've got you. And she's like crouched on the floor. And in her hands, she's creating this little vibrating ball that just like keeps building and building pressure. And she releases it and it completely destroys and shatters the LMDs on impact. It's so powerful. Like Ma- like Mac's head just completely blows into pieces just by the vibration. The effects were excellent <laughs> this episode as well. Um. Meanwhile, while this is happening, um, Piper and the other agents that are knocked out in another hallway start to wake up. And Gemma shows up and everyone's like, oh, shit. She's like, look, me and Daisy are the ones who are not the LMDs. And Piper's like, I don't believe you. And Gemma's just like, <laughs> I don't care. Get up. Move. <laughs> like, it's so fucking badass. So they're walking and Piper is like getting a knife ready. And thank God she doesn't have to use it because as they're walking towards the doorway to the common room, Max' head comes rolling in pieces out of the doorway, and he's clearly it's clearly a robot head. And is like, Oh, see, prove my point. So, um, Daisy comes out and she's very hurt. And Simmons is like, Okay, we have to get out of here. Um, does it do any of you guys know how to fly? And Davis is like, Well, I just started flight training, so now he is the pilot. <laughs> Great. Um, and so Piper and David Davis, and there's another agent with them too, they're gonna go to the Zephyr and Daisy and Gemma are going to find May um or wait Daisy and Gemma are going to they have to go I don't know oh they have to go get the equipment for the the framework shit and so they are on their way to the Zephyr and apparently that entrance that was scanning the LMDs is the entrance to the hangar because May is sitting there because they only enter Um, through the hangar
1: even though there's one other underground entrance and the bar
0: (laughs) yeah I guess that's true because why would they why would they go there on foot that makes sense (laughs) They would only come in or out by a zephyr, right? Or I mean, for the, for the
1: most part. Although it does seem like they should they should have it set up on the other exits too. But it makes sense that this is like the main one.
0: Yeah, I suppose. yeah. Um, anyway, so May is sitting there at the and en- the exit at slash entrance to the base, and Daisy and Gemma stumble in. They're like, "Oh shit!" And May is sitting on top of a bomb. and they're kind of like man what are you going to do and she seems really conflicted about what she she's like colson asked me to come down here and prevent you from leaving you know no matter the cost and she seems very conflicted about what she's been asked to do oh so colson and fitz are up and running they're fine i guess they fixed themselves and they see mac and they're like we'll worry about mac later we gotta we gotta get to them so fitz is going to go get the Daisies up and running with seek-and-destroy capabilities going, and Cole is going to go meet May, and he goes into the entrance, and Daisy and Gemma are not there. And he's like, where are they? And May let them go. And Coulson tries to reason with her, and she's like, no, no, no. There isn't a we. Like, this is not you and me, because there- we never had that. Like, we had the beginning of that, but... We never had that. (laughs) Um, You, the Colson LMD, and me, May, LMD, or maybe real May. I don't know. She's confused. Um, And she says, are you afraid to die? Because I am. The pain does not make it less real. And that pain, that regret, is what made you a person, a person I love. And my programming to find the dark hold came from Radcliffe, but the impulse to keep Colson safe came from me. And Colson's like, yeah, great. I'm me. And she's like, and you're not him. And then she blows everybody up. <laughs> and it's so fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, well,
1: and yeah, that was that would be the third of the three uh huge emotional, like just slaps in the face.
0: God. And Ming Na just delivers this so well because she's just like sitting there calmly, just like she knows what she's gonna do. But she needs to understand, I think, why also like as like herself. <laughs> Ugh. I'm sad that she's gone even though it's weird.
1: No, it's it's <laughs> totally I totally get it like i've talked a lot about how much i love robots and this is like he this is his pinocchio or her pinocchio moment it's it's like it's a better version of the awful gary witta having data die in star trek in the movie (laughs) like and then and then being uh then finding out that there was a prototype they made that nobody knew about that was named b4 which is the stupidest thing in the world because even if you even if you know it's a prototype like you don't call it b4 because you you haven't made the thing it's before yet like <laughs> there's no way it's only clever to an idiot who's writing something and yeah. thinking about it at all yeah
0: well, but yeah in a, in a more serious vein i just realized there's banana smeared all over my forehead this has been a great day <laughs> <laughs> what the-
1: that's a really weird uh, <laughs> I was,
0: I was like, what is that because uh, i, I this. made a smoothie right before this and <laughs> i put a banana in it and i guess i didn't wipe my hand off before i touched my face anyway
1: oh no that's like oh, a test. quarantine for, is going for, th- 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 amazing that's a test for, for the coronavirus you're touching your face too much if you got banana on know.
0: It. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm touching it again like feeling my forehead anyway i feel like this is in a more serious note this is a more version of what ada is trying to do in trying to also become a real boy her pinocchio moment or, or trying to have a pinocchio moment um like may has a real one lmd may has a real one and she really was special like in a weird yeah. way
1: no it, she did the thing that like it, it, that's like the, the point of the vision in the old comics uh or or data and star trek you know, like a lot of these versions of robot pinocchios or whatnot it's the, the character is always trying to find human emotion and discover it and discover, you know, how to update their programming or how to figure it out. But like over the course of the the book or comic or movie or or, or show or whatever, usually I find that, you know, in the best versions of those, they earned their soul, you know, along the way without realizing it. You know, like like yeah. they, they earned emotion by showing compassion, by by breaking programming somehow, by doing the right thing by saving John Connor and Terminator 2 and mm-hmm. dying with a thumbs up or, you know, yeah. the, like, 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 like it's the other uh, thing I, I yeah. think
0: is this is a really good metaphor for trauma and trauma responses because something I've been exploring in my therapy journey is like you experience trauma and your brain Switches and does things to keep to protect you and protect you know essentially keep you from going nuts and like losing it um, and trying to it, it tries to help you function like a normal everyday you know non traumatized human being but you essentially have these responses that you know like flashbacks like you know you you have terrible anxiety when you get triggered or you know whatever and it's almost as if your brain is has reprogrammed itself without your permission. And here May has just discovered, LMD May has discovered like, oh, I went through, you know, we'll say I went through some trauma and I'm realizing now that I have been programmed to act a certain way, but deep down at my base level, I'm still May. And she's able to kind of comb through that and see what is her programming quote that came from Radcliffe and what is real. And that's really powerful, (laughs) I think, for her to... I don't know, to comb through that and still come out on the end. And, you know, she could have had this chance to have a life that she wanted, even though it was, and, but it wouldn't be real. So it wasn't worth it for her to save that. It was more worth it for her to give Daisy and Gemma a chance to save the real Colson and the real May. And that's really beautiful. It was. Um, so the Zephyr gets away as the base is exploding, which is also really cool um, digital effects. And we have a new crew. Um, so this is goodbye to the weird playground base. um, I don't remember what comes next, but it's not as weird. I don't think, or do they just fly around on the zephyr for forever? I don't remember
1: <laughs> I think they have to. I think like there's a couple of scenes in the third third of the season where like it goes to oh, yo yo and Davis and 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 uh right like
0: the lighthouse becomes the new base.
1: Yes, that is where they end up. But I think they do fly around the rest of this season and don't end yeah. up at the White House till the end of it.
0: Yeah, because that is a place that Fitz finds, correct? Right. I believe On so. On his own when everybody has you know been sent to the future. Futured, yeah. Futured. <laughs> Abducted by the future. Anyway, so we go to the Zephyr and Yo-Yo is there. So she's safe and Daisy and Gemma have combed through the framework and they found their body duplicates there. So they're going to go in there and find themselves and try to see if they can find Radcliffe's lair through, you know, encountering their their friends in the framework. I don't understand how that would work, but it sounds insane. (laughs) And Gemma has programmed a back door for them and and. um. So they're going to rendezvous at the back door so they can leave if they need to. And I guess it's like the matrix. If you die in the framework, you die here. So don't die. (laughs) Stay alive. This is important. This becomes important in a couple episodes because, uh, one of our friends meets his end. Um, and they they built this like fucking framework shit on the Zephyr, which I don't know how you fucking built that on the Zephyr. We're going to suspend our disbelief. It's fine. So Gemma as starts asking Yo-Yo, you know, they're just going to observe them and try to keep them alive. And she's like, please do not pull us out because we will go insane. So it doesn't matter if our vitals are going crazy. Leave us in here. Um,
1: Good point on it being one of those like things I just didn't notice, even with the an extra layer of analysis of, of us doing this, like mm-hmm. where... Like, I think on the bus, it would have made perfect sense for them to have the facilities to build this thing there. But on yeah. the Zephyr, like, how, how'd they do it so fast? Like, oh, oh, like, like didn't it. we
0: just have an episode where, like, the, the signal was essentially untraceable? Yeah, now... And now they're able to... Well, I guess if every single device is being used to ping into the network, like, then you can just come go into it from any device, right? I don't know. I feel like you need a lot of computing power that wouldn't fit on the Zephyr.
1: (laughs) Either way, it just feels weird that they're able to figure it out and outfit it so quickly. But it's plot convenience. It's it's because it's three seasons in one. (laughs) We're not going to
0: ask how Yo-Yo got there. We just did this. It's fine. (laughs) Um, Although I do feel like it gets addressed in another episode because I vaguely remember Piper being concerned that they're in there too long.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, no. When they're when they're flying around in midair, yeah. I, I like like you said, I I distinctly remember Piper like talking to either Davis or Yo Yo and being like, "What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> like, taking
0: so long. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, like uh, how long can we keep refuel? Like we're gonna run out of fuel or whatever.
0: Yeah. Like, like what we need to set. You know, sit. Land somewhere and recoup or whatever. I don't know. And Daisy is also injured; like she got shot twice. So it's not a great time for to be putting her body under or her mind under stress. Um, I don't know. So anyway, they go under. They go into the framework, and Daisy wakes up in a bathtub, and her phone is ringing, and it looks like a BlackBerry. (laughs) And she gets a text, and it says, "Wake up, your boyfriend. You're being called in." And so. It's work, And she thinks it's Lincoln. (laughs) Lincoln. Oh, Lincoln. And so she gets up and she's like, oh. And we just see a body in the bed. And she starts walking towards the body in the bed. And then as she's walking by the dresser, there's a photo of her and Ward on the dresser. It is not Lincoln. It is Ward. (laughs) Holy fuck. Um, And then we see the rest of the team in their perspective new... Realities. So Coulson is teaching a class. I can't remember of- the
1: song, but it's like some. Oh real yeah. Effective, <laughs> like like like. Is it like a like British invasion era? It's some like, oh. it's some like really moody song like about how suburban life is actually like a purgatory of your own making. <laughs> it's like yeah. it's it's one of the one of those. It's not.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> excellent choice, but yeah, it's very haunting, especially oh, yeah. when we wa- when we watch where everybody else is. So. Colson is teaching a classroom of high schoolers about and he, on the board he wrote why we need to fear inhuman so clearly not the Colson we know Yeah it
1: looks yeah. like like it looks like Nazi era Germany like propaganda oh, yeah. school shit
0: Oh yeah it's awful Um Mac is coming out of his house and we see a motorcycle and it's like oh cool and then he picks up a girl's bike and starts bringing it inside so clearly oh. he's there with hope <laughs> oh. <sighs> And Fitz gets out of a car and he's in a super fancy suits could be because he's Mr. Hydra now. And I'm um. thinking about
1: like in this scene real quick, <laughs> Fitz's location. I'm thinking about it because I just watched. It's very appropriate for this. Uh, th- these two thirds of the seasons, I suppose, but I just watched the newest uh, Westworld it came back mm-hmm. when, when we were recording this. And they talked about how like they filmed all this stuff to be in the sci-fi place in the, in Spain's uh in Valencia's uh, city of arts and sciences and it's like giant outdoor mall complex thing that's like incredibly cool looking and futuristic looking yeah and it made me think because this location like it's it looks like like kind of art deco stuff but with like bright red and like gold like the spheres <laughs> of gold and I'm like did they shoot this in front of like a Mormon temple? <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> that's what it looks like. And without knowing for sure, that's, that's my guess. <laughs> that they yeah. shot that in front of a Mormon temple, which yeah. is amazing if they did. It's and like, he's
0: getting out of like a car with suicide doors too. So it's like super like, I don't know, it feels like mob style. So it does part of the Mormon mob.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was just the biggest out of left field turn we could have possibly <laughs> expected on S.H.I.E.L.D. The new villains, the Mormon mob. Oh, my God. I want to make that comic book. <laughs> <laughs> the Mormon mafia.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and then we go to a, a graveyard and we see a gravestone and it has Gemma's name on it. So Gemma is dead in this world. And we go to May and she looks like the usual May, except she is not at S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters. She is at Hydra headquarters, which is the Triskelion, but it's but Hydra. <laughs>
1: And it looks really cool, but yeah. damn it, so yeah. I have one weird thing before we get to the end scene that uh, fits in best there's no comic connections really for this episode, but I had to notice there are two graves like Gemma's that aren't stones but are like those plaques or whatever what do you, what do you call them where they're on the ground instead of a mm-hmm. giant tombstone and you can see it from an aerial shot and there are two there's one next to her on the left and the right like there's and there's another tombstone that you can't see whose it is uh uh, on each side of that there's five in view and when it first starts and zooms in on gemma's Mm -hmm. you can read the one on each side of hers one says ian beavers ian beavers is uh someone who it looks like i think he uh he produced once and was in a camera operator once but for the most part he uh, is a production assistant and has worked on a bunch of stuff um, Crazy. and has worked on S.H.I.E.L.D., it looks like, for, since before this and through the end of the series. The other one is Jeff Steck. And that one I have to mention because it cracks me up because Jeff Steck was an actor in the late uh, 90s and early <laughs> 2000s and played in a, in a few random things. But they include the ABC uh, Dermot uh, M- Mulroney. Oh, not Dermot Mulroney. Dylan McDermott. I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> 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 the Dylan McDermott show, The Practice, the David E. Kelly um, mm-hmm. lawyer show. It was like weird or whatever. <laughs> he played a homicide detective. And the same year, he was in two episodes of Home Improvement. One as a <laughs> NASA psychologist and one as a homicide detective again. <laughs> and I'm like... That's that's the best thing I've ever seen. So he hasn't, and he hasn't been on camera since two thousand two. He shifted around then to being an accountant for television shows, and he was the accountant for Shield for for Slingshot, Yo-Yos, uh, miniseries on on the web or, or online uh, series for True Detective for the for, wow. the, for the David Duchovny, um, uh, what do you call it, Manson Murders uh, period piece yeah. show where he was like the cop investigating him Aquarius and uh crazy ex girlfriend after uh shield and most recently star trek picard which i really enjoyed
0: wow. <laughs> so good for him <laughs> so jeff steck
1: and and ian Beavers got a shout out as shield production Why? and accountants. <laughs> Apparently they were friends with someone <laughs> who
0: makes props or what something what did they what do they do that they get they, they deserve to get shout outs as being dead on the show. <laughs> Like,
1: maybe, someone, it's like a prank? maybe it's when they left. they left the show, and they're like, "Oh <laughs> the yeah, like, how dead she was." Although, oh, it seemed like one of them lasted longer. It seemed like Ian Ian lasted longer. that's that's hilarious. That's
0: though. hilarious.
1: <laughs> they either really uh, made someone happy or really pissed someone off.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> like watching the show that you work on and not knowing this is coming? Like, what the fuck? Why is my name on a tombstone? <laughs> I'm, <dead. laughs> I'm dead. What the
1: hell? I imagine that call the Jeff Loeb.
0: Why am I dead? Oh, <laughs> why I this fired. <laughs> I, <why laughs> find out you're fired. Well, oh, that would
1: be the best way to tell somebody, though.
0: Oh my god! Oh. But what if they never watched the episode? But they show up to work <laughs> the next <laughs> day. <Look, guys.
1: laughs> like, I told you he didn't watch.
0: <laughs> That's why you're extra fired. Yeah.
1: <laughs> if, if if you had caught it, you wouldn't be fired. Oh my god. <laughs> this is oh, the best. test. <laughs> <laughs> we knew you were full <laughs> when you said you watch every episode. None of us do. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> oh, man. So, the very end scene is Ivanov wakes up. Ivanov, right? We decided. I, believe, I, I think that is right. <laughs> the Russian dude. In my decided. head, I, I'm
1: spell. I, I, in my head earlier, I literally was like, <laughs> if it was a really stupid comic book thing and he appeared in a comic book, so again. I, I I feel like there's a high chance he would have been at some point Ivanov with like a lowercase i like iPod or whatnot because yeah. that's how stupid comic books are. Seriously. Ivanov. um
0: So Russian dude Ivanov wakes up and he's in a new body and Ada's standing there and he stands up and grabs her throat and he's like, what did you do to me? And she just like very calmly takes his hand off her throat and she's like, don't worry, like you're, he's like did you mess with my brain and she's like no your brain is 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 alive and well and his head is in a jar and apparently (laughs) he is controlling this new body remotely from the jar which is like what the fuck and uh ada also reveals that she wants a real human body and real to be a real human in this scene so she wants her own pinocchio moment which is really fucking creepy um and in the
1: next episode i feel like we get a little we kind of are informed part of why that is, because it seems mm-hmm. like she's continuing to develop her human uh, range of emotions and what.
0: Yeah, super weird. So that's the episode. Um, really good,
1: really emotional, really weird. <laughs> <definitely> <laughs> like, really
0: episode. I like So we were only planning on recording one episode today, and I watched... The next episode because I was like I have I don't remember what happens but I have to keep going because I can't just end here (laughs) so we were recording two episodes today.
1: No, and in like sometimes I feel like the the episodes or you know either the last two of a season or the one leading into the next one are good to do one right after the other. You know, and sometimes it makes sense to record together even. But these, even though they're. It, 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 even though there's a very stark difference, they do such do such a good job doing the handoff at the end of this episode. It does oh, it yeah. makes you like it makes you want to be like, yes, let's w- keep watching this. Like if you yeah. have well, and Netflix, also you such, should binge this. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: there's such a big break in between these that it's really helpful. That it does the handoff is so immediate coming into the next episode because you're kind of remember like, oh shit, yeah, like this is what they woke what Daisy woke up to, <laughs> like in the framework. Fuck.
1: Well, and um, like we don't see Gemma. all we see is her gravestone (laughs) (laughs) she's in her coffin which i mean that's i want to i we know she can handle it because of the space stuff but you gotta see you gotta see where that's you gotta see where that yeah like what is she real
0: is she dead now like because if you're dead in the framework you're dead in real life right right
1: (laughs) or it because they like took the place of that person, you know, of yeah. the copy. So, so Gemma becomes her.
0: a framework zombie essentially.
1: Right. <laughs> is, right, right, right. Is she, <laughs> is she trapped in a coffin? Is she dead? Or is she a framework zombie? <laughs> Either way. <laughs> super interesting. It, like, yeah. And we all know the answer, but <laughs> yeah, yes, we do. Yeah, we'll talk about all it right. next time. <laughs>
0: all right. So let's end there and we will continue on our, our journey into uh, virtual what robot if. hell yeah. <laughs> um, so where can people find you on the internet
1: i could be found at i snow nothing where to watch a where, where to watch a live video thing and participate in a chat i recently was uh, not locked on instagram for like two hours on Friday <laughs> <laughs> and then locked again <laughs> yep
0: gotta do it um you can find me at space jazz with four s's in the jazz uh, you can find this podcast at Project Tahiti on Twitter. You can send us an email at projecttahitipod at gmail.com. Um, we're on all the things. If you're a browser listener, you should go to butwhythopodcast.com. Uh, we have quite a few episodes archived there, and you can listen to us on the browser. Um, thank you all so much for listening to Project Tahiti. It's a magical place. Catch you later. Bye.